You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, friends? You guys looking for some kick-ass local clothing? Well, let us tell you about our friends at Soda Stick. Go to their website at SodaStick.com and hell. You find something you like, there's no way you won't. Just enter the code 10K Takes at checkout to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. I mean, we're talking about the same exact company that partners with McGolden Light. I wish we could say that about our freaking company. Once again, it's SodaStick, S O T A S T I C K dot com, and use the promo code 10K Takes. That's 10K T A K E S to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're going to replay our radio episode that aired on KFAN on Saturday. That includes our bits of the week, a little recap of the 10K Invitational, how everything went from our perspective from our charity golf tournament last week, as well as an interview with our very own Zach Marlowe. He is a blogger and video personality for us. He's going to go over his new show, Uncredible with us, and kind of talk about how he got started with 10K and everything he thinks is going on. So all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a spring. All right, everyone, welcome back to It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. If you guys don't know who we are, 10,000 Takes, we are a digital media company in the Twin Cities that specializes in comedy around sports, events, outdoors, you know, kind of everything happening in Minnesota. And, uh, and we got radio time now, so we're not only on the internet, but also on the radio. I am your host, Boss Man. I'm joined by Wags and a new guest. We have our very own Healthy Scratch, Zach Marlowe, joining us for the show. Uh, we just wrapped up the 10K Invitational yesterday, so everyone's a little exhausted, but uh, but we're still thriving. So how are we doing, boys? I'm doing great. And really quick, Zach, how do you say your last name? Because I know uh, you haven't Oh, yeah, I screwed it up uh, yesterday. Yeah, so a little bit of clarification there. I think it might just be your accent. Like I'm so used to saying mine in such a Minnesotan kind of hockey style accent that when you say it, it sounds a little funky to me. But it is uh, Mar Marlowe. Okay, so is Marlowe like French? Like Marlowe? I think I think it would make me more attractive, but I can't say uh, I can't say with complete certainty that it is French or not. Uh, still waiting on those ancestry DNA results back, but. Well, now, I was going to say, now that you're officially a radio guy as of today, you don't need to be good looking. Like, once we did our first show on the air, I officially stopped trying to look good because I was officially a radio guy. And better yet, even, uh, now that we don't have our studio anymore, we're, we're going to be homeless for a month until we get the 10K house. We're doing this over StreamYard. So now we can be even more ambiguous with how we look. Uh, we don't even have our cameras on while we're recording this. So... Zach, you don't look pretty at all. That's the best part. Yeah, so I, I think I'm ahead of my time because I've been going ugly for about 10 years now, so I was ready for this moment. Oh, congrats. Ugly before yeah, it was cool. Awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this is It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. Uh, just a really quick announcement while we're introducing ourselves. We are hosting another watch party. So for those of you who have been listening for a while, we hosted a wild watch party Sadly for the playoff game that they got blown out against, um, oh man, who do we play? I, it's like I mentally blocked that out of my head for that series. Was that? Uh, let's just the Knights, see. Vegas Knights. Jeez, I, I <laughs> wanted to bury it from my memory. But anyways, we're doing the same thing this next coming Sunday. So Sunday, October 10th, starting at 11 a.m., uh, we are going to be hosting a Vikings watch party at Bigwood Brewing in White Bear Lake. And for those of you who don't know what we did for the wild one, we actually have partnered with all over media to put up a humongous. And let me tell you, humongous TV screen outside of their brewery. 
Uh, and it has an entire TV on it. It's it's all on a truck. So we're going to be watching the game there. We're having some beers. I know for 10K, we're going to be doing a pregame show, a pint chugging contest. You know, we might do another eating contest if we can find two people who want to completely embarrass themselves and exploit their hunger for uh, content, which, you know, is always welcomed here. And then we'll probably be doing post game. We'll probably hand out some merch. So, yeah, we'd love for you guys to join us. Once again, that is Bigwood Brewing in White Bear Lake for the Vikings watch party. I can't remember. I know Wags was at the wild watch party, but Marlo. Were you there for that, Marlo? No, funny enough, that was actually my first intro- introduction to 10K. Um, it was uh, I'm familiar with uh, some of the guys down at the Minnesotan who we had worked with previously, and uh, that was my first introduction to 10K. Uh, I followed up with a uh, blog a few weeks later, and here we are. I made it. Yeah, look at that. It 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 all it all comes full circle. But yeah, I mean. Wags, we obviously had a blast. We had some cocktails. We facilitated some pint chugging contests, the eating challenge, of course, and we talked wild. Uh, don't exactly remember all of my takes, let alone the entire postgame show because the, the speakers cut out, and that was pretty much what stopped the drunken rambling. But I will tell you because this one is on a Sunday afternoon, we might be a little more tame for this one, but what do you think? We definitely will be more tame for this one. And I got to say, when the speakers blew out at the last event, it was probably was a godsend. <laughs> yep. If we kept going, who knows what would have been said. So I'm just like the Wild Watch Party, as you know, was well attended. And we're going to have, you know, Kirk Cousins at our Vikings Watch Party. I yeah. don't think anyone else is going to have Kirk Cousins at their watch party. So, I mean, that's probably the number one reason to come on down. Well, and, ever, and everyone talks about how Kirk's not elite, but how can you call a quarterback elite? you know, not elite when he's both playing and at a party with the fans at the same time. I mean, he's literally defying science as if Kirk, he already knows enough about science based on some of the choices he's made. He can also clone himself to be both at the game and at our party. So I think that's a big credit to Kirk Cousins on that one. I, I can't even imagine being that elusive. Like Lamar Jackson's got nothing on our QB. Yeah. Well, we, we call him Kirk Vic for a reason. And it's just because right. he's, you know, Kirk Cousins, but Michael Vick as well. He just does a little bit of everything, and that's why he's just widely adored and without controversy here in Minnesota. Yeah, right. Absolutely. He doesn't get dogs, can confirm. Total truth said there. Well, once again, folks, you're listening to It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. The first segment we're going to get into here is called Bit of the Week. For those of you who are new listeners, thank you for listening to It's a Bit Radio. The bit of the week is simply just the most relatable or funny moment that we've encountered either in the last week or in our lives. Uh, and Marlo, I'm never, I'm never going to let that down now. Marlo. It's like you're saying the name of the wine. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to speak up. M-E-R-L-O-T. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the one other time I've heard it. Marlo. Mar- Marlo. I think you're probably it's the same dude, it's the same thing. I don't know. The more you say it, like the weirder it sounds, right? Done. I'm done. All right, Marlo. Since you are our guest this week, what is your bit of the week? Yeah, we we. Um, so I've got what I'm gonna call is the fiscally irresponsible bit. Uh, and what how I would describe this one is I love to blow money on things that I'm absolutely terrible at, whether it's gambling or anything like that or uh, buying very expensive golf balls just to lose them at some sort of company invitational. Uh, I'm constantly putting myself in a a pinch here by being A, a terrible gambler, and B, spending stuff that I know I'm going to end up losing down the road here. But I love every bit of it. Um, So my wife hates me, uh, but that's where I'm kind of resting here. Is that the only reason she hates you, or is there others? There's a month. I mean, how long do we got here? Uh, we got, yeah, not enough time. I'd imagine. Right. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. So let's leave it at that one. But well, but Marla, like that, you, you have a, you have a, go ahead, boss, man. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Without the studio, we are getting back into virtual life and I don't like it, but Hey, I will go ahead. Uh, Marlo, I just mm-hmm. wanted to point out the fact that yes, uh, golf courses, when they sell balls in the pro shop, it's just like selling food at a stadium, right? Like they can charge whatever they want because they know you need it. Correct. Same with alcohol. Uh, they know that you're going to buy those balls no matter how much money they charge. And they also know that uh, they're going to po- probably find them again all over the course when you know it's fall time, all the vegetation has died. They go in and get, they get balls. You know what? They might just repackage them and resell them. So I hope you know you're part of the corporate corrupt system now. 
I'm a scumbag. Well, I got to say the, the the amount of profit margin on uh, just made off of me alone has got to be insane because I do my first nine. I come back, I buy more because I ran out, hit my back nine, and then buy some before I walk out of the door. So, yeah. yeah so, what, your team ended up second place in the tournament? We'll say third place. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that doesn't mean that we didn't lose a ton of balls. I'm sure we'll get to that at some point here. But Yeah, uh, we'll get into the tournament for sure. But, yeah, I mean – I, I love being financially irresponsible. You, sometimes you don't regret it though. That's, that's when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, this is getting scary because like for me in Vegas, I blew like a thousand dollars in like two days, just gambling between roulette, a lot of sports betting and all that. And like, I didn't even care. I thought it was funny. So like there is a point where the bit just becomes concerning because you might just be turning into a psychopath who finds some sort of sick enjoyment out of being broke. Have you reached that level of uh, despair yet? I cry a lot. We just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, big, big, heavy crier. Um, I know, but that's the, I think the only time I ever really regret like losing all of this money is when I'm like incredibly wasted. Like the next morning, uh, that's when the regret kicks in, but that's more so in the form of vomiting into a toilet. Okay. Um, that's probably the yeah. only regret that comes from this. But outside of that, I kind of love living in this constant state of madness. Well, boss, man, I think, you know, speaking of the fiscally irresponsible bit, I think we're slowly starting to fall on that. I mean, our two-year party deciding to buy 100 grape apes for everyone at the Loon that, down there in St. Paul, uh, that that was a call right there. And then 20 beers for the pint chugging contest. <laughs> Dude, I mean, well, so we spent like, over a grand in alcohol that night. Yeah, we do have to we do have to recap that for the radio listeners. We had a two-year party at the Loon Cafe in St. Paul last Saturday, and we did spend 1000 dollars in alcohol and we made 345 dollars in revenue and t-shirt sales so if you're good at doing basic math yeah we're not very financially responsible i think we might be in the red we might be in the red yeah that's about even right yeah i mean yeah if you just you know fudge one of the numbers to, to, to your liking then i mean as long as on paper it is what you want it to be then that's how much money you have so yeah. like all I did was erase one of the zeros, and we were actually up two hundred and forty-five dollars. So I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Yeah, and how could you put a price on fun? Yeah, it it dude, it's like you guys remember the Visa commercials where it's like listing out all the prices, and then it's like this thing, priceless. Uh, what's priceless? Yeah, see that's that's the way I look at life now uh, when I want to feel sad about my finances. But uh, thank you, Marlo, for the first ever bit of the week from you, and hopefully we have more coming. Uh, hashtag Bubba needs surgery, AKA wags. What do you have for your bit this week? My bit this week is going to be the bittersweet bit. Um, we left our studio in prior Lake that we had for a year and a few months. And, uh, you know, we, we started our LLC there. We, uh, we done so much there. We pretty much built this from nothing to something just out of that little place. How many square feet was it boss, man? 120, 120 square feet. By 12, yeah. We did so much there and so many great memories there, but there is a reason why it's bittersweet. It is, it is also going to be sweet to get out of there and actually have a place where we can actually kind of expand and, and do a lot more. Well, you know, I, I'm kind of surprised that we didn't move out of there longer because there was a few points where I thought fruit flies and spiders were going to overrun us and basically force us out of this, the property that we were leasing. But between that, um, the extreme amount of heat, that would just come pouring into our room for no reason, as well as our window just falling off multiple times. You know what? I, there are better things in life um, than uh, than doing that. So, you know, don't uh, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And uh, also lose that smile when you remember about all the terrible things that actually occurred in that room. So, you know what? I'll call it bittersweet as well. Exactly. And, you know, I think the people after us who are going to rent it, they're not going to have a problem with fruit flies because I don't think that, you know, the business that comes in after us is going to be leaving empty beer cans around all the time. That's just, right. you know, it's a case by case basis. Yeah, uh, Zach, ex exactly. Sure. Zach, did you ever go to the studio? I can't remember if you ever saw it. No, it was probably one of the scariest places I've ever seen. Yep. Um, so I tried to steer clear of it. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this next place that you guys will potentially trash or put holes into the walls. Well, and to my credit, I did. Uh, I by the way, last week I think on It's a Bit Radio, you can find that anywhere on streaming platforms. Or sorry, It's a Bit Podcast. You were listening to It's a Bit Radio. Holy crap, we're getting confused. 
Um, I did state that I am now a handyman because I did patch all the holes in that wall. I used spackle and then I sanded them down and, uh, they looked pretty good after I was done with them. So at least to our credit, handyman Jack did fix the walls, but, uh, it did not look great on the, uh, on the blue wall because spackle is white. Definitely did not think that one through, but you know what? They'll just throw another coat of paint on it. Take 200 out of our security deposit. Life is good. Yeah, you know what? I was well, going to make also, sure it there uh, in regards to like that's what we call a handyman, but your skills sound like they are are pretty much one and the same with mine. I so. could build an entire house, guys. That's I'm convinced now that I have the determination and the skill set to build structures from scratch. Well, and I think like those walls were already messed up before we moved in, and you made it. You the walls look better than before we moved in, in my opinion. And we're still going to get dinged yeah. from the security deposit, but the walls literally do look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the studio had to go, so it's fine. Um, all right, thank you, Wags. This is it's a bit radio. We are doing our bits of the week. I will finish it off with kind of a more niche type situation compared to your guys's, but I have the long hallway bit. So, you know, when you're walk, and this is like something that Midwest people probably only care about because we're so aggressively friendly and also passive aggressive right? people on the East coast, this bit doesn't exist for them because they don't talk to other people. But uh, the whole, the long hallway bit is when you're walking down a really long hallway and there's like one person at the other end and you know, you guys are going to cross paths, right? You're like, I'm going to have to pass this person and we're going to both have to make a mutual decision whether we're interacting or not. And that's when all the questions start flying through your head, right? Like, do you smile? Are they going to smile? Should I smile? Like, do you not? Do you look like a dick if you don't acknowledge them? Like, do you say hi? And it's the most stressful 10 or 15 seconds until finally someone just makes the decision for both of you. Um, And this bit is something that I experience every day. I didn't really think about until today. But uh, the long hallway bit is definitely a tough one for Midwesterners. So. A little, well, little more of a, what, of a niche one. There. When you're a Midwesterner too, like it's actually rude to walk by someone when it's just you and them and kind of not acknowledge it. People will think you're a D-bag for doing that. So then that's yeah. where the anxiety comes in because you don't want to look at them. You don't want to acknowledge them. You feel like you have to, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not too far off from the elevator bit too, where you're in there. Like, well, do I go on my phone? Do I, I mean, this is a real short ride, but it feels like the long. Do I ask them their life story? Yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know, man. Hey, I get the same anxiety when I go in for any sort of handshakes with people. Like, do oh. I dap them up? Do I do an? I mean, I I'm I get so worried about that stuff um, that it ruins parts of my day. We did we did a skit on that, like the post COVID handshakes, where like one guy goes in for the fist, one goes in for the handshake. They both switch, and then one guy squeezes the other guy's fist, and it's the most awkward. And inter- I I had one yesterday, and I literally. Wanted to die after I did it. I was ready to give up as a human being for the day. Next well, question. on the flip side of that, there's nothing more energizing than just nailing a handshake with someone. Right. Yeah. 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 There's there's a good side of that. But, yeah. um, folks, that was bit of the week. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes. Stick around after the break. We're going to talk about our golf tournament, the 10K Invitational, and finish all that off with a little interview of our guest, Zach Marlowe from 10,000 Takes. You're listening to 10,000 Takes and KFan. Hey everyone, Boss Man here. Just a reminder that It's a Bit is officially sponsored by the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online sports marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors such as myself, compete in public or private competitions, and buy or sell positions such as the spread, over-under, or money line at the current market price. All you got to do is use the promo code 10K, that's 10K, at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com to get a free five bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com to get a free $5. Start betting today. All right, everyone. Welcome back to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. We're 10,000 Takes, a digital media company creating comedy around Minnesota sports, outdoors, events. And we're joined by one of our very own bloggers and video personalities, Zach Marlowe, Healthy Scratch. Zach, uh, boys, let's talk next about the 10K Invitational. So for those of you who don't know, we threw a charity golf tournament yesterday, Thursday, September 30th at Bunker Hills Golf Club. Uh, We had 140 people come out and play. And uh, all the money that we raised went to Give 16, Jason and Carly Zucker's charity for Masonic Children's Hospital. 
And I was just going to think for the recap of this, let's back up to the very beginning. So it's kind of funny. This whole tournament started as an idea from like my mom. She's like, you guys should do a golf tournament. And one of my other friends said, it. I'm like, okay. And then once I realized how much work it was back in April, like I completely chickened out of it. And I was like, I, we're, we're not, we're not doing that. That's too much work. But then you said, very you literally said that that's something. a yeah. next year kind of thing. That's ex- those were my exact words. I did say to Wags. And then Eli brought up the idea in July, and I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. I don't care. And we just did it. Well, I was going to say, it's crazy, too, because it was so well done. Like, it was it was hands down probably one of the most, more, most fun events I think I've been to in, in, in recent history here. So the fact that it was, I'm not going to say this shortly planned out, but the fact that it was a panic moment for you is, is, is a great, great success for the company. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, too, it, it started off on the wrong foot, specifically because the first day we were comfortable enough putting out advertisements for it, I think was the same day our, our original Twitter 10 K takes got banned. The one with like 8,000 followers and a million interactions every week. That account was literally like the best way we could ever market something. And it gets taken down the day we post it. I mean, Zane, you remember like there was a lot of chatter on our tournament that day specifically. And we literally lose our best you know channel of advertisement as we, as we release it. Yeah, I remember the announcement alone. It got over 150 likes and over 50 retweets, which for like an advertisement is like super good. I know the Zuckers retweeted it and everything, and we really thought that, hey, we were going to fill this tournament up in a week. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, we never backed down from a challenge, but the the crazy thing was honestly just finding sponsors. So like we... You know, we have a lot of good friends, Golf Zone, Seventh Ave Pizza, Better Edge. You know, we have a lot of awesome sponsors, the Minnesotan Soda Stick that we work with. But those were only like six or seven different people that I knew to reach out to. So we had to basically reach out to the entire Twin Cities business, you know, group. And uh, I'll tell you this, like shout out to all the 10K guys who were able to pull together 43 amazing sponsors and silent auction donors. But we sent like 1,500 individual emails to businesses just to get 40 some to sign up. That's like that stat right there is the essence of what it's like to organize a golf tournament, like putting in so much work for what could be just a small output being your first year. I think that was like the most impressive metric. Dude, I love that you were literally <laughs> to, to the last moment to actually to the very first hole we got to, you were putting out fires and you were getting phone calls on the course and you were just oh being a boss, man. I yeah. mean, how did, how stressed out were you during the, I guess during the whole event? Oh, terribly stressed out. I mean, even when we were golfing, I was stressed because I've played in these things a million times. I've worked for the course a million times. Never have I ever been in the captain's chair for these. And now I will tell you this. If you are an event planner, you know one. I now have sympathy for you because it is super stressful to allow other people to have fun. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Well, like, uh, I, I loved when uh, we had Braxton, the former patient at the Masonic Children's Hospital, uh, take the first tee shot. And we had Eli go out there to help her set up uh, the tee and the ball. And he's walking out there with a Bloody Mary in one hand to help her set it up. It was just so on brand for 10 That was a top five moment of the whole day. Well, I remember I, he's yes. sitting there putting her tee in the ground and he just has a cocktail on his right hand. I'm like, yeah, Eli, way to inspire the kids. You're literally two feet away from one. Well, and I don't know if you guys saw Eli actually. So this was, I thought was one of the funnier moments. Eli actually put the tee in, like set the ball up on it. She walked up and corrected it because Eli did it. (laughs) Oh yeah. She straight up LeBron rejected that. That was incredible. She she lined up her club and was like, that's not right. And she just redid it. That was so funny. Yeah. And can we talk about how Braxton's tee shot? So she was the former patient at Masonic Children's Hospital who hit our inaugural first tee shot. I think she's nine years old. Incredible little girl. Great public speaker. Better than, honestly, she was more comfortable up there than I was. Um, but she hit a pretty dang good tee shot for like a nine-year-old. I mean, I'll tell you this. She hit a, you know, wet, uh, Bringold, I, Kirk Cousins, Mike Hawk, the same guy. I think she hit a better tee shot than he did on like at least six or seven holes. So let's point that out too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And she had a crowd. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know how much pressure that like, I would have just hit it three feet to the right. She actually was able to line it up and hit it pretty well. Just like you said, probably better than 80% of my drives. Yeah. There was a, there was a good shot that I was going to approach her later. Like, do you just want to take my spot here and I'll just park myself at the bar? Right. Yeah, it was like, it was, and I don't know, like, 
it was a super emotional moment for everyone because this this girl who's you know fought back from from so much and has overcome so much adversity gets to kind of start the tournament. Um, you know, Carly, thank, thankfully, a good friend Carly Zucker was able to hook us up with that connection. But her, her dad, her mom were just super supportive of the event, and and not a better way to kick it off. Which it's just funny, yeah. Having Jake up there, he literally like 10 seconds before he started his opening speech, I said, do the first part in cousins. And he goes, okay. And he just does it. He goes, Hey guys, Kirk cousins here. He's announcing it's like 160 golfers. His then, ability to turn that on is electric. The amount of time. So even at my own current job, the amount of times people come in like, Hey, it's Kirk cousins going to be there. Like I get that <laughs> all the time. Yeah, dude, it's just, uh, I mean, and, and the, and the funniest part was like, it was that, and then as we handed off to Brax, like instantly, it's it's Eli with the cocktail. I feel like everything <laughs> everything that was on brand for us happened unintentionally in less than five minutes. So, um, I know a lot of us were trying to hold back some some man cries during Braxton's speech. I know there was a lot of awesome people taking videos. We got plenty of pictures from our our photographer. Shout out to William Meyer for coming out. On uh, on a zero dollar payment to uh, to you know donate his time to charity to take pictures as well. Those will be coming in the next few days. But yeah, I mean, obviously, like for us, it was pure chaos. But from the players' standpoint, it sounded like everyone had a really good time. So we were just super thankful to have everyone out and and to kind of host something like that. Uh, and yeah, I gotta thanks s- so much for like Braxton coming out. It really kind of like when people get to see people actually affected by the charity itself and all the good the charity does, it really does help bring in more donations and really does go to help a great cause. So just thanks so much to her and her family for coming out. I do. I do. I turn away from a serious moment here and uh, say, I am absolutely frightened for these photos to come out because I did take a topless tee shot. That photo should be frightening. Wait, you took you took you took your shirt off for the photo. I I, I walked up to uh to one. I, I wish I could remember, and I apologize for not knowing the name off the top of my head. But I walked up and I said, "Hey, real quick, are you a Give Sixteen photographer? Or are you a Ten K photographer?" He goes, 10 K photographer." I said, "All right, I'm gonna take my shirt off." <laughs> and I just went up there and I striped one. Oh, I Marlo, said, I mean, I, for, I, for I, people I, who don't know, you have like a giant, giant beard. Are you just as hairy in the chest region? See, that's, that's the thing is people see this and assume that I'm a manly person and I just simply am not. I have a lot of neck hair and then chest down, there's not a whole lot, but a ton of back hair. So I am a okay. disgusting, weird ape animal. Yeah, folks, you're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We're talking about our 10K Invitational Golf Tournament we hosted yesterday. Uh, Marlo, I feel like if you were going to take that, you know, we're going to hit that shirtless tee shot. Did you wink at the camera in hopes that you may make like golf digests, amateur edition or something? Is that, was that kind of the goal there? I think I should have. I was so focused on just keeping the, keeping everything tight. Um, that, uh, and, and all I could do was focus on hitting that ball. And I even managed to mess that up. So I don't think I could have pulled off a wink if I even wanted to. Dude, yeah. I also want to point out that video you posted was hilarious. Was, did you just have a GoPro in your cart the entire day? And that was like all of the best moments the whole day. So I actually, fun fact, I have about, uh, I think I have like seven minutes of additional footage that I just didn't put in there. Cause a, I thought it was too inappropriate. Um, <laughs> that too, how long can you listen to my old man belch? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh God. And then we had, uh, your well, dad had was Timmy. electric by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, we got very lucky he didn't get in one there for the thing because he is <laughs> a nightmare. We're talking Cam 2.0. Oh, Lord. Yeah, <laughs> if you were at the two-year party, you know all about Cam. He was literally – I was literally like, you need to get him up because someone's going to think there's a dead body in the bathroom. Yeah, and, and, oh. and if you don't quite know, listen to our uh, the last podcast that we put up on there for It's a Bit. You'll be able to hear the whole story in regards That's to- the explicit <laughs> podcast-friendly, a.k.a. swearing and everything, uh, two-year anniversary party recap because that got pretty nuts. Um, there was just a bunch of guys in the men's bathroom just kind of staring at Cam passed out on the toilet, kind of just laughing. And like we, everyone was kind of just taking it as a joke. And then like three women come in there and they're like, oh my God, we need to get help. I mean, just like the difference between the sexes and treating, and treating well, Cam was pretty funny. Sign or anything. I'm like, yeah, he's good. <laughs> I mean, I've seen so many people do that before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, but, that's, uh, that's kind of my dad's approach to raising me, and that's why I'm in so much therapy all the time, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it's full circle. But really quick, going back to the golf tournament, uh, the sponsors had incredible events set up. I know, like, 7th F Pizza had chipping into meat sauce's mouth. That was a fun, 
fun thing. I made a comment of, yeah, I'm going to put some balls in Sauce's mouth. So, you know, some good bits there as well as cultivated CBD. Uh, we had a really good ongoing, by the way, cultivated CBD too, awesome company. They brought out a lot of awesome samples and, um, you know, very educational on the product, but the bit for the rest of the round was Jake was like super nervous to eat a gummy and he ate one. And then we made jokes basically the rest of the day that uh, journalist Jake or Kirk Cousins was high. And that was just basically the ongoing joke for the rest of the day. So shout well, out. To he, he kept saying, he kept saying, I do feel different. I feel different, man. I feel different. That's the point. Saying that. Yeah. It's like, dude, like you should feel different. That like, why would you buy anything that, like that? That doesn't make you feel different. Like yeah, then, not, then just buy normal cool. candy. It's not, it's not an duels. Like you'll, yeah, you're going to feel a little different. I will say it helped out two of the golfers in my foursome here that they, uh, they played out of their minds after having, uh, one of them ate 40 milligrams of those gummies and yeah, he was electric. Oh, Zane, Zane, you ate your whole package like instantly, right? Oh, I did. And I became much worse after doing so. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, actually though, shout out to cultivated CBD. I, I ate the rest of the, the two gummies last night cause I couldn't fall asleep and I slept like a baby. I needed it after. Yeah. Like, not I, a lot of sleep the whole week, man. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was really, it was really hard to, to like come down from the anxiety of, of organizing this tournament and, there's still plenty of follow-up work we got to go through, you know, to finalize everything and communicate. Thank you to everyone. But um, just to be able to like fall asleep and not have to be stressed for, you know, eight hours, it's, it's a good feeling. So I'm pretty thankful for that. Yeah. hundred percent. Even in my ripe old age of 30, when my back acts up, uh, I tend to take some of those and I sleep like a baby. Yeah. Um, just going over golf quick from our team's perspective, pretty rough showing between me, Wags, and Eli, uh, and, and JJ, I will say too, this this does bring out kind of an honorary mention bit with the golf tournament was uh, when you're playing a scramble and someone who shot we're not taking hits one at the hole and they're like, I'm just going to do this for practice. And then they make it and they're like, oh, well, I guess we made it. So we're good. Like, I hate that. I hate when people do it. JJ did it like four times yesterday on the front nine alone. And I'm like, no, you don't do this. You you, are, you can't be that guy who's like, I'm just going to hit all of my shots for practice anyways. And then if like one goes well, we're going to take it. That is not the point of a scramble. Well, boss, man, you know that JJ has no respect for the game. He's one of those no. guys where if there's a group right behind you and he messes up his tee shot, he will literally stay there and hit another one and even another one until he gets it right with a group right there watching him right behind. Him. I don't think JJ gives a damn for anyone's feelings. I don't think it's his world for anything. That's bonkers, especially in a gentleman's game like this. He's going full DeChambeau on the bit. He also wears a white T-shirt under his golf shirt, which I've said for years is a beta male move. <laughs> and, like, if you're worried about your nipples piercing through the shirt, that's the game of golf, baby. Look at John Rom play. He's not a skinny guy, but you don't see him out with T-shirts. Stop wearing your T-shirts under golf shirts. It also restricts your swing. I don't know why I'm so passionate about that, but uh, I guess I am. So I think you, because you're, you don't have like puffy ones like me. So like, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But even if I had tits, I'd still embrace it, man. Right. I mean, the, the golf course is no place to look good on. It's like radio, right? It's synonymous with what we're doing right now. It's, it's not like there's, I mean, well, yesterday there was a photographer on the golf course. That was an exception, but normally there's no cameras near you. I love that we're doing a, we went from a, uh, doing our bits to like a golf thing. Now we're talking about nipple wokeness. Hey, welcome to It's a Bit Radio, man. This is this is this is the world we live in now. Uh, and finally, before we cut to commercial here in thirty seconds, I did want to mention the awards were great. Other than the fact that I just didn't set an end time for the silent auction, and then I went up there and I just picked the time that was really far out. Everyone was pissed, and then I had JJ uh, take the blow and lower it to a half hour. So, for those of you who are listening who played, I do know how a silent auction works thanks to yesterday. Unfortunately, I didn't before then because I had busier stuff to worry about. I had to make sure everyone could play golf. So you're welcome for that. Well, I love, Jack, that during the award ceremony, you were like, oh, by the way, the silent auction ends at eight. And then later you told me, I don't know why I said that. I just picked a number and said one. <laughs> that's that, And that, that was literally my logic. Yeah, that was my logic. But. I was gonna say who we got to figure out who booed me when I when you guys announced me. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I, <laughs> that was uh, that's that not was, laughing. That was I'm like, me. who's booing? That was me, JJ, Cam, <laughs> uh, Jack, Johan. This, this had to. I was say this had to have been the first ever charity golf tournament where somebody gets booed uh, <laughs> playing in it. 
Well, you were the only 10K member who, like, won an award. So, like, we obviously had to boo the one 10K member who, like, actually got an award. Oh, I suppose. I suppose. That's fair. Yeah, but thank you, everyone, so much for coming out and playing in the first annual 10K Invitational. Be on the lookout for it next year if you missed it, because from what I've heard, everyone wants another year. All right, so we've gone through a bit of the week. We've talked about the tournament. Uh, Stick around after the commercial. We're going to interview Marlo more about you know, how he started with 10K as well as what he's got coming up in the future. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. You finally beat Seattle. Took you long enough. How does it feel? It's a win. You always bring up those kind of things, don't you? And you always ask questions like, well, you haven't beat these guys in 17 years. so So what do you think about this time, this time? I mean, just ask the question. Let's go, Bob. All right, everyone, welcome back to It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. For those of you who don't know what 10,000 Takes is, we're a digital media company out of Minnesota that specializes in comedy around Minnesota sports, outdoors, events. We've already gone through our bits of the week and talked about our inaugural 10K Invitational, but we are moving into our final segment, our interview with our very own Healthy Scratch, Zach Marlowe. He's one of our bloggers and our video personalities. He's got some awesome stuff in the works through 10K. He's a hardworking dude. And uh, we brought him on the show today. So, Zach, I guess the first question I want to ask you, and, and and feel free to drag this out as long as you need to, but uh, you know, how did how did you find 10K, and kind of how did your journey start with us? So I got to say, funny enough, uh, you guys had done, we talked about it a little bit in the last segment here, or maybe it was two segments ago, uh, math. Um, but you guys had done your wild viewing party out in, uh, at, out at, out at the, uh, uh, Bigwood Brewery with the Minnesotan. And that's actually how I wound up finding you guys. I took a peek at your website and I said to myself, Hey, this might be a little bit of fun. Um, and so I, uh, shot you guys a couple sample blogs. One was a Zach Breezy hate blog, uh, that I was pretty proud of. Uh, and it turns out I was right. Um, and then from there, uh, I ended up traveling down, down, down to North Carolina there for an event that I was working for the uh, Hurricanes. And uh, Mark Shifley murdered somebody in the playoffs. And I, I can't remember who it was, but he, he absolutely like killed the guy. Um, and so that was my opportunity to write my first like big blog there, uh, in which I titled, Do You Guys Want to See a Dead Body? And then it just kind of took off from there, pretty much. I remember that title got a lot of hate. By by a few people in the hockey community. Yeah, yeah. No surprise that uh, I put out a controversial hockey take in some way. Then you do that. You did the high school hockey jerseys, right? That thing popped off in both good and bad ways. Correct. I think I'm wanted in the city of Cloquet or Clockett, as I like to say, uh, <laughs> for, for for crimes against their city. Clockhead is Clockhead. What? Who named okay. cities in Minnesota? Man, I have you ever seen? Have you guys ever seen that list of like? the most difficult cities in Minnesota per, to pronounce, like how yeah. many of these can get, can you get right? I, I rarely get like more than two right on that list. Like who's, yeah. who's the CEO of naming cities. And I need to talk to that guy. Yeah. That, I feel like that guy just sneezed and somebody wrote down some stuff. Like mm-hmm. that sounds like cloquet. Right. But, right. but yeah, yeah. So I wrote that, uh, the high school hockey blog specifically was one that got a lot of attention. Shout out to the city of Rogers actually. Uh, and funny enough, I remember I was working a shift at one of our other stores and uh, three kids from the Rogers uh, high school hockey team came in and uh, mentioned the blog. And I was like, yeah, I'm the one who wrote that. Uh, and it kind of took off from there. One of the one of the parents was like, so how do you know the coach? And I was like, I, I don't have any ties to them. Uh, and the guy I don't know mom, anybody, dude. Yeah, what? <laughs> I've never even been there. But the uh, the guy's mind was blown that I actually enjoyed their jerseys. And instead of putting on cities like Edina. Uh, they win enough. They don't need to be on that uh, and put them as number right. one because their jersey was clean. And didn't it's funny accuse you of getting bribed by some of these schools, like to, to put their theirs higher than others. There, there were some people that expressed some interest, but I'm a man of integrity. Uh, unlike uh, uh, Mr. Veach that writes for us as well, too. We did a uh, a draft for the wild on wild takes another podcast of ours here. Uh, and he uh big time panderer. So unlike him, I'm a man. of <laughs> And I, I stuck to my guns and, and put out what I thought was right. Well, Marlo, I thought it was absolutely hilarious when Mark Parrish of all people trashed your high school hockey Jersey blog. Yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to have a talk. We'll have to get him on my next show and we'll see how, <laughs> yes. how much he hates me after that one. 
Hey, well, that's a good, good segue. Sure. We'll get into it, but yeah, that will. I think you just did a good segue there, Bachman. We applaud good segues here. We okay, segue, not the vehicle that you can replace for walking. Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll segue into this, Zach. By the way, you're listening to It's a Bit Radio. We're joined by our video personality and blogger Zach Marlowe. Um, Zach, you have a awesome new show in the works that'll fall into the 10K network. I'm gonna let you take the floor and let everyone else know kind of what it is what the plan is for it you know when they can expect to see it all the all, all the juicy details beautiful beautiful so there was uh i was sitting around thinking to myself i was like what's a what's a fun way that i can humiliate my friends um and so this idea came to me is is one thing that i really like to see on the internet i love trivia like i'm a huge huge fan of trivia i like to for someone that is as dumb as me i like to try to show that i'm smart uh, I've had to live that way my whole life. I also like to see people suffer. So I was like, how can I combine these two items? And so we uh, we have the show coming out here with an unbelievable logo. I, I don't know how much you guys like it, but I spent a lot of time on that one. Um, I'm a but, fan. I'm a yeah. fan, Zach. Appreciate it. Uh, it could so- use some work. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, okay. it's it's actually terrible. <laughs> I was just being nice because I'm from the Midwest. I'm going to cancel my merchandise order then. Um <laughs> But pretty much what this show is, if I were to break it down for you, it's, it's going to be called Uncredible. Pretty much what it is, is let's say we're going to have, I'm going to be lucky enough to have both of you guys on the show as well, too, for the first uh, season that we plan on rolling out here. Um, but pretty much these guys are going to give me two topics that they feel like they're an expert in, and we're going to check their credibility. We're going to kind of test them on it. So it's going to be based, we're going to give you 10 trivia questions uh, based around those two topics, each one that you get incorrect we are going to feed you a punishment and it's going to be some of the worst stuff uh, that I could possibly find on the internet. That's kind of my goal here. I actually have one of them in front of me right now. And there is about of like the, the 12 punishments that I have set up here. There is about seven of them that I'm genuinely scared of myself. But the good thing is that we have a couple of lifelines in the show too. And one of them is share a punishment. So if you wanted me to eat it with you or drink it with you, I'll, I'll suffer with you. We'll get double the takes or oh, double God. the uh, reactions. It should be a good show. Um, I'm really, really excited for it to come out. I think it's going to be a lot of fun because you get to watch us suffer and you get to comment on the video telling us that we're morons for getting certain questions incorrect as well, too. Well, I really love that uh, your first three guests are going to be your bosses, which is me, boss man, myself, and JJ. And I just have to assume that that means that you can take it a little easier on us, right? So we control your future. You would think so, but I, I like I said, I like to live a little risky. Did you not hear my financially? Risky? And and he's he's fair. <laughs> he's a man of integrity. He, you know, you don't play favorites, which I'm not a fan of. Being that I would be a favorite, but I also get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, I, as much as I do love you guys, um, I do, I, I, I think I'm, I, to be honest, I'm with myself in a dog in the doghouse and I fully expect that. Um, there's a good chance that after season one, or we don't even get through season one where I'm no longer with 10 K and this would be the <laughs> way talking to you. Guys. Are these, are these punishments you're finding on the internet, by the way, where, uh, it's a bit radio presented by 10,000 takes and the fan Zach Marlowe is telling us about his new show Uncredible that he's going to be releasing in our network. Are these punishments like legal? Like are these or are you finding these in like the Silk Road black market or like where are you where are you where are you finding these? I mean, I've talked to a few sketchy people that I know um and they brought up <laughs> Oh god. I don't think I can confirm or deny whether or not they may even be legal or un- I who knows. Um but what I can tell you is that we got a good mix of stuff that's going to be hot, stuff that's going to be unbearable. Um, it's it's going to be fun. And even some of this stuff that I found is actually normal stuff that people eat and or drink. That is they're just, just psychopaths, though. Yeah, they're, they're not normal well, people, probably. Correct, correct, correct. Marlo, I, is there anything that's just downright disgusting in your punishments? Yeah. There's, so there's uh, one of them is relatively, like I said, one of them I found that is really kind of just it repulses me and i'm actually kind of scared to try it if i ever have to um it's something that people order on a normal like daily basis apparently somewhere uh like i said i don't want to give away too much because i think that's gonna be the fun of it is figuring out what's coming your way um but i don't know if you guys are okay with me telling you one of the punishments on this radio station i might let's do it let's do it give the people an early an early preview as much as i would like to like physically show you guys i have one rolling out here where it is what is called a century egg i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that before but nope it is a preserved duck egg um it's imagine if you like 
uh, left an egg out on your counter for three weeks oh, and whatever man. colors it would turn into. It's like a black egg with like a purple yolk. It is one of the grossest things I think I've ever seen. I've only got six of them. So I'm hoping people answer those questions correctly. Uh, so we don't have to go through them. Uh, but that is one that absolutely frightens me. Uh, and the rest of them, I'm not even going to lie to you, are as equally gross, if not worse. My jaw was dropped during that entire description. So uh, is this like is this, is this like a multiple choice bit? So that's one thing I, uh, what, once again, I found out that I'm a moron. Um, as much as I wanted to do multiple choice, uh, the whole point of this is for you guys to show me that you know what you're talking about. If I give you multiple choice, it's just a cop out, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, well, I'm thinking, I mean, maybe too, much, though, I'm thinking like, too much from a from a selfish standpoint, but yeah, listen, I didn't come on here to negotiate the show. I just came on here to <laughs> that, right. Uh, That's fair. But also, one of the things that was really really difficult is I actually had multiple choices, like a lifeline initially lined up for it. But then I found out, oh, I have to find four answers for each of these questions in case it comes up. That's the hardest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. Some of you guys gave me some absolutely atrocious topics that like I'm working through. Uh, and so it, it would be, it's even harder than you could imagine. Do you, do you remember the topics that I gave you? Yeah. Uh, so if we were to give a little teaser, uh, boss man, yours was country music and, uh, and golf. And so okay. I gotta, I gotta give you a little bit of uh, you should be more scared and concerned because you weren't very uh, specific about what you wanted it to be. So golf is pretty broad. Like you don't know what question. Uh, yeah. Where is yeah, it? And so is country music. Like if you give me anything before 1970, I'm going to guess Conway Twitty. And that will probably <laughs> be my only guess. I will say I'm a little bit nicer than that. I did try to keep it relatively recent. Like Wags gave me uh UFC and um, uh, Nirvana, like um, which don't UFC. Great. Lots of questions. But he was at least saying, Hey, I didn't really tune in until 2016. So I kept it 2016 and passed. Wonderful. Uh, with him being more specific, Wags may get some uh, some uh, some easier questions. But yeah, that's that's on you, man. You got to be more specific. You know what? I've been uh, I've been I've been bad at answering these types of questions my entire life without thinking them through. As an impatient person, I didn't take the time to think that through, and I'm probably going to pay for it later. It's, uh, I don't but, know, yeah. Jack. I mean, I you're, I feel like you're underestimating your own golf knowledge here. I think that you're probably no. I think it, these are going to be hard for Marlo, but for you, they're not going to be so hard. That's true. I'll tell you this though, man. With golf, there are like if you look at like the, how big the rule book is for golf, it's huge. Like he's probably yeah. going to pull out some crazy rule that no one ever experiences on the course that does exist. And I'm going to have to eat a freaking expired duck egg because I'm not going to know what the hell that is. <laughs> yeah, or so, more. So I'm genuinely terrified now. I'm sweating. I I will say there's funny enough. There was a question that I had written for like golf specifically. I had wrote out uh, 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 six questions on that one. And I scrapped the sixth one. Funny enough. I was listening to the podcast. It's a bit uh, the uncensored version that you can hear on, uh, on pretty much any platform now, but I, uh, you actually brought up something that was part of that question that I scrapped. And I was like, Oh, thank God I scrapped it. So I, I knew what I was talking about. Next, I think you're going to know a lot more than what you probably expect because I don't know much about golf. It's kind of okay. the same about Nirvana for Wags. Okay. Okay. About- All right. Well, <laughs> well really folks, quick, can, Marlo, is there yeah. any is there any chance that you're going to be doing these punishments as well? Then correct. So, like I said, I have two. You're going to have two lifelines on the show as well. Too one will be a phone a friend, so you can basically reach out to anybody um, in order to try to get the correct answer from them, especially if you know somebody relatively knowledgeable in your topics. But the second one is going to be an option for you. You can either skip a punishment, which I think will be a nice one. Um, um, otherwise, you get the other option within that same one is to share a punishment as well, too. So you can suffer. You can watch me suffer with you if you would like. Okay. okay. So like that. That, give, that gives me a little more hope. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I've 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 got a got a big. Uh, my garage is starting to fill up with all these like weird weird products. My wife once again hates me, but uh, I think <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun to do this show, or it's going to be really painful. We'll find out. But if I don't see you guys in four months, you know it was the painful part. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, once again, we are joined by Zach Marlowe. He's one of our video personalities and, and bloggers. He's going to be releasing a new show called Uncredible where people have to answer questions about things they believe they're experts in. And if they fail, they're going to pay through some disgusting punishments. So be on the lookout for that. But Marlo, before we close out the show here, we got to go with the rapid fire bit. All I'm right. going to ask you 10 questions. 
answer them as fast as you can. Are you ready to go? Let's go. All right, deserted island. You're all there by yourself. What is your alcohol of choice for the rest of your time on the island? Uh, White Claw. I'm a seltzer freak. Absolutely. How many fourth graders could you find? I could. I think. I don't know if I have a set number, but I would dominate fourth graders. Like, I, I think that's one thing. I'm not the toughest person in the world, but I could wreck some fourth graders. <laughs> You'll put on a clinic against fourth graders. I mean, graders. I, like I said, I'm not going to give you a number, but you send them my way. I'll take them down. All right. Minneapolis or St. Paul? St. Paul, 100%. Would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? I hate my grandmother. She can go. All right. If <laughs> you could eat dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, Donna Corby. Oh, wow. What an I answer. I was not ready for that. Irish no. boy. He's coming to Minnesota, by the way, in November. But uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? If you don't think pineapple belongs on pizza, you're a scumbag. There is such thing as sweet and savory. The fact that anybody answers no to this one is insane. If you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I live in a constant state of clinical depression, so why not live through it through Cleveland? There what's you go. More, what's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Uh, we are, this, is, this question you guys got to change, by the way, too. I think aliens have already been proven to exist, right? So have ghosts. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'm going to say aliens because that's already been. I'm going to say that's a lock, aliens. Worst fast food place? Oh, great question. I'm going to say I might get some hate for this one as well, too, but I hate McDonald's. Okay. If a movie was made about your life, who would play you? Um, Probably Sloth from the Goonies. I'm pretty ugly. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Zach, thanks again so much for joining us. Uh, Zach Marlowe, you can follow him anywhere on social media. It's Healthy Scratch Zach, right, on everything? On Instagram. Marlo 10K. Yep, Marlo yeah, Marlo 10K on Twitter. Yeah, Healthy Scratch Zach is where you can find me, and it's spelled M-A-R-L-O-W, not M-E-R-L-O-T. So. Marloff. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. You can find us 10,000 takes anywhere. Just search us on the internet, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You search 10,000 takes, you'll find us. Go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com to read the blogs that both Marlo and everyone else write, as well as our merch and our shop. And uh, search any of our other podcasts on, on streaming platforms. You can just search 10,000 takes or it's a bit to listen to the uncensored version of this show. But we want to thank you guys again for listening to another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan.